0: Welcome to the Hypnotic Healers Podcast, your home for insights and insider knowledge about hypnotic change work, with your hosts, control practitioners and hypnotists, Nicole Mazucato and Anthony Gitch.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hypnotic Healers. I am Nicole Mazzucato, and as always, I'm here with the wonderful Anthony Gitch on the never-eat-shredded-wheat west coast of the United States of America. <laughs> yeah. And as usual, before we kick off, neither Anthony nor I are doctors, psychologists, psychiatrists or licensed medical professionals. So do not make any changes or alterations to any treatments or medications that you are on based on the conversation you hear here today. Take what you like and leave the rest. And while you're leaving stuff, hey, you might as well leave us a really nice review, a like, a love, a heart, a thumbs up, a ching and share us around with your friends and your family and everyone you know, because, you know, why not? Doesn't cost you anything.
0: That's right and hey. I think there's information here for everybody
1: absolutely we are pumping out information and value week after week yes. after week
0: <laughs> yes or at least we're trying to you know that's a, that's all yes. the intent is there and this week we are going to be talking about specifically blame. Um, and, and it's, it, it, you know, it may not be a very long conversation. I don't know. We'll see. But it's going to be an interesting conversation because, you know, my view on a lot of things when it comes to how I look at blame um, mm. and the role it plays in people's lives, um, particularly people who are... Uh, fall more in the codependent spectrum of things, and um, particularly those that uh, fall into the victim mentality, right? Um,
1: and- yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? I think as as we were talking about this before we started recording, blame and, and victim, the victim mentality often go hand in hand. It doesn't mean that there aren't people out there that do shitty things, right? Um, right. <laughs> They're all
0: right, but you know, I mean, it's it's I was using the example of um, my most recent thing, you know, I mean, even even to a degree, I was almost um, uh, involved in something that I didn't even recognize until it was there in front of my face. But, you know, here we all knowingly went to this huge event in a, in a, in a city that doesn't, you know, um, doesn't have any kind of restrictions for anything. And there are some people who are blaming the fact that they got COVID on other people. And uh, that's just not the case. Um, Mm. Yes, we all caught it from someone, but we all went there as knowing adults um, with a complete understanding of what it was that we were doing. So there is no Mm. one to blame for anything except for just taking responsibility for the fact that we just maybe weren't careful enough. She mm. Got sick, right? right? Like me. I mean, I wasn't careful enough, but I, that doesn't make anybody else's fault, right? Mm. Um, yeah. And 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 is what that does by by allowing that to happen and just recognizing what my part in it was. Now I'm not angry at anybody.
1: Mm. Yeah. And that that's the thing. I think blame when you blame you tend to you tend to carry anger with you as well, right? Because somebody else has done you wrong. And right. in in some cases okay, and and I think we've talked about this before, right? Anger is a valid emotion as are all the emotions. It has its place and it's there to tell us that we feel violated, one of our values has been violated, or we feel like someone's done something wrong. Right. And, it's, and we need
0: to right the wrong, yes.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And we need to pay attention to that. You know, we shouldn't be shying away and pretending that anger doesn't exist. It's a totally valid emotion. The problem is when it gets out of control or right. or, or when it's... Because what, um, would have, when it's,
0: what would it have suited or who would it have benefited in any way? How did it benefit any of those other people who place blame... And mm. were angry, how did it? It certainly didn't help their immune system.
1: Sure. Right? right.
0: Because that just decreases the 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 immune response with things, if you believe the mm-hmm. way that I do about that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's just interesting. Um, I focused all of my attention on how can I help my body the best do what it needs to do and trust that it's gonna be able to do what it needs to do. Um, to take care of me like it has yeah. in the past. Right. Um, yeah. And and so it, it's a matter of where we put our energy and, and, and are we going to use mm. that energy to create more illness within ourselves um, mm. or are we going to use it to create uh, a sense of health and well-being?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, in terms of in terms of, of blame and looking at a wider picture of blame you know we 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 talk about okay you're talking about the event and and the right. fact that there was there was people there and and a lot of people contracted covid and 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 that sort of thing i think that's what that's what you're focusing on at the moment right um and the fact that you can't you can't really blame you can't really blame people for that it really irritated me at the beginning of this pandemic where i was seeing people put posts out on facebook kind of um you know um what's the word, like almost, almost, ah, oh, like bashing Chinese people. I can't, I can't remember what the the specific term is for oh. it, but they were really kind of, you know, saying awful things about the Chinese and it's the Chinese's fault and this, that and the other. And, and I remember responding to a couple of posts and I was like, what do you mean the Chinese? As right. in the ho- every right. single Chinese person is responsible for this. <laughs> no.
0: Right. I've never, yeah, I know. Well, you know, and thank that is, therein lies one of the biggest problems, particularly in this country, because look at the rise in violence against the Asian community Mm -hmm. here. Um, But that's because of people like Donald Trump and Mm -hmm. the far right who are like, oh my God, I want to blame it on anybody I can because we're afraid. Um, yeah. And because it's, there's it's so much an underlying excuse, yeah. tension here anyway, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just a way to rile folks up again, right? I mean, everybody's yeah. looking for a riling point. And um, yeah, it's really mm-hmm. unfortunate because, you know, now we just need to learn to live with it. But like you were saying, that's my focus. But look at all the other stuff that I, I had mentioned earlier. It's like when people—I've got clients or folks that I've worked with—and I try to help them understand. So we were talking about um, blame, and one of the things that I was going to mention was that you know we, I was I was mentioning the the fact that we all have childhood traumas and and things like that, and that oftentimes with some of the clients I work with, they tend to carry that stuff forward right mm. and and here's here's what i think about that it each and every day we have the opportunity to design and to determine what our day is going to look like, how that day is going to play out to a certain degree, right? Um, we, we have an, essentially a blank page to write upon, to color it in as, as we see fit. Now, what I see a lot of people doing, and it's confusing to me, um, and I used to do it all of the time. It, it's like once you're out of it, though, you're like going, why do people do that? Um, why did I do that? Um, but I used to take the dirty ink from the past and and dip today's brush into it and then splatter the page with it and then try to fit, try to live in between the spaces that were white. And those are the spaces (laughs) I was trying to color in with something positive, right? But it's it's hard to do that. Um, and, And it's not a lot of fun because you're constantly... Um, avoiding things and, 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 and justifying things and, and manipulating things. And it's easier just to not cover the, the page with yesterday's bullshit. Um, mm. and, and there are people, well, I have to do that. You know, my parents did me so wrong and I... Just, well, but why are you still giving them the opportunity to do that 30 years later?
1: Mm. today
0: it's your option to give them that 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 power or to allow yourself to have a different experience
1: yeah yeah and i don't know who who i can't remember who it was that said this but you know it's it's not your fault but it is as an adult it's your responsibility to find a way to work to work it out and to let go of it right it's you know you're old enough you're old enough to 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 have a job, to sort, you know, to live a life, you're then, you know, you're old enough to take the reins of your life, right? But take take the rein, yeah, take the reins of your life, take the reins of your of, of your mind, and and look for help, look for somebody that can help you make those changes and let go of what you're let go of all of that stuff that you're carrying around with. It's time to put that backpack down. Doesn't mean it's always going to be an easy process because right. it's not necessarily. And you know, you and I have both done years and years. You and I and, and plenty of people. We've done years and years and years of work to get to where we are today. And, you know, spoiler alert, we're still not perfect. <laughs>
0: Correct. Correct. I mean, there are times that I still, um, you know, act, uh, you know, like like a spoiled, rotten child. And I'm like, I'm not getting my way. And I act like a dick for a minute. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, Anthony. Um, You're 53, dude. Um mm. You're not always going <laughs> to get your way, man. Um <laughs>
1: Yeah. And the, the other thing that I wanted to say there, I've got a saying, and I've said this for a number of years. As a parent, it's almost part of your job. It's almost part of your job to fuck your kids up. And as somebody's kid, it's your job to unfuck yourself. And that's almost like, you know, that's almost kind of like the story of life. And it doesn't mean that parents have done, have done that intentionally. And it, it no matter, no matter what you do as a parent, you're never going to get it right you know, you're, you're always going to get something wrong. Yeah, that's it. But that's what I'm saying, you know, relieve yourself of the pressure of the, you know, that I have to do, I have to be the perfect parent. You're never going to get it right. Even if you are the perfect parent, you're never going to get it right because you can't be inside your child's head 24 hours a day. And you cannot understand how that the conclusion, every single conclusion that they are coming to as they are forming their ideas and beliefs. Yeah, and, and you, you can know, have no control yeah, over yeah. what goes on outside of your relationship with them or what goes on inside their heads. So right. even if, like I say, even if you are the most exemplary parent in the world, you know, and you've read every single book and you, you know, this, that and the other, and people look at it from the outside and think, oh my God, they've got it so together. It's never going to be the right thing. The generation gap is too big. It doesn't matter what the age difference is between well, between and, and you and your children. Not only that,
0: but, uh, you know, um, it, it's it's all so subjective Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, I see the way that some of these kids are being raised and I'm like, I I just, you know, I don't believe in punishing my child. I give him options when they're throwing a fit. Really? Mm. To me, that's just ridiculous, right? It's like, Mm. no, children don't need options. Children need rules and boundaries. That's what they crave. That's what they understand. That's how they help develop. Yes, you can start to give them choices when they start to get a little older. You you don't mm. give a toddler choices of how they're going to behave. You, you give them direction. Um, but again, that's my opinion, right? I right. don't have children. And people who yeah. raise children these days have a completely different idea of, mm. of what that looks like. And you're like, oh, no, we have to give them, you know, options and, yeah. and and that sort of thing. And it's like, okay, well, that's also why we have children now that are smart, or smart mouth to every single mm. adult because they don't have to show any adult any kind of respect or consideration mm.
1: Um
0: because they haven't had to show any of that to their own parents. Um, Well,
1: Dr. Gabor Mate talks about, you know, how he he doesn't understand how parents today uh, have been, you know, are being advised or there's like this new age kind of way of parenting where you're advised to leave your baby in in the cot screaming and crying until it, until it, Mm you know, cries itself out. And then you attend to it when it stops when it stopped crying. And he was like, that's the worst possible thing you can do. The baby needs to be attached to the parent, the baby needs that safety, that security, that warmth. That's how the baby grows and develops emotionally, mentally, physically, all the baby
0: needs is love and support, period.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and so, you know, that right there, you're causing a trauma in a baby that thinks it's been abandoned, that thinks no one's going to come to it when it's in distress. And what are the implications of that later on in life? You know, how, well, you is, know, how here's is that an
0: interesting thing that, mm. that just came to my head as you're talking about mm. traumatizing babies? Look at across the planet, how many male babies are traumatized on a daily basis because of religion? Um, Mm. with circumcision and I wonder how many men that went through botched circumcisions how many of those men had female nurses when they were infants and that they have somehow related that trauma to females later on down the line subconsciously
1: I have no idea how to answer that but but isn't that an interesting? Yeah. I've I've
0: I've I've wondered that it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what what the what the rate is of incarcerated men um, that may have had that sort of trauma um mm. and and have now later on in their life became abusive towards women because mm. they maybe they had a female nurse or something during that i've always i've always yeah. you know i've got an interesting mind i think
1: yeah there's a there's a project called the compassion compassionate prison project i love it i think it's a fabulous and i actually learned through it about uh, gabriel mate's film the wisdom of trauma um, and there's a woman called, I think her name's Fritzi Lang, if I'm not mistaken. And she's created this uh, organization and she goes round to different prisons and she talks about trauma with prisoners. And there's a really interesting clip in in the documentary where she's in a prison, she's standing in the middle of like a circle with I don't know how many prisoners are there and she's talking about you know she's kind of saying well if if this happened to you when you were a kid step forward if this happened to you when you were a kid step forward and she's basically going through the different aces the different um adverse childhood experiences right and there's not one person that doesn't step forward at some point you know so so she's basically demonstrating that you know every single one of them at some in some way shape or form experienced trauma as a child she's not using it as an excuse for them becoming who they've become But it's definitely a reflection tool of, you know, this is this is what happened. If
0: you look at that ace thing and I'm not I'm not disregarding any of it or anything like that, but. Who hasn't been through some form of childhood trauma? I mean, if you look at that, you know, being looked at cross-eyed by your aunt Carol um, when you were on the potty is traumatizing.
1: Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Scale. But you've got I different. Mean, you've got different scales of trauma, right? You've got what some people refer to as the big T and the little T, right? So you do. You've got. You've definitely got a, a range and a scale of trauma, and it, it's definitely subjective, and it's definitely how you interpret it, right? You know, some people. Someone could go through, I don't know, someone could go through a car accident, for example, and in their mind, they're never getting in another car again, whereas right. another person is in the same accident and is like, well, it was just unlucky. It doesn't mean that I never get in a car again. I might be nervous the first couple of times, but I know that that was, you know, a slim chance that that was going to happen. It happened. It was shit. It's, it's, you know, it's very subjective as well, isn't it? Your right. interpretation yes. of things. Yes. Yeah. So um, the Compassionate Prison Project, I, I I really really love it, and I really I really support it, and I think it's really interesting to see the experiences that people have had that have led them to do the things that they've done. But then also what they're doing in, with this project is is kind of helping them understand, you know, understand what what's happened, how that's impacted them, how that's influenced their patterns of thought, feeling, and behaviour, and how that's led them to where they are, so they can take responsibility and make the changes and that's the point isn't it it's not yes. just i'm gonna it's blame educating. this person yeah exactly it's educating it's empowering it's helping them take responsibility there was one guy this this really kind of huge this really kind of huge black guy and he was saying that he remembers how when he was a kid he would get beaten um by his mum for you know whatever just he would she would she would beat him and then he was sort of understanding that when she was a kid or, and, and ancestrally, they would get whipped. And basically, she was carrying that on with him without any kind of understanding that that was what was happening. You know, shes right. it's almost just that's the natural way that you educate. You educate by beating or whipping or whatever it is. And this oh, guy really who.
0: we taught.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he was crying. You know, he's got tears streaming down his face. And he's like, I, I never put that together. And never sort of you know had that understanding so that's what i'm saying it's not it's not your it's not the parent's fault it's not like his mum ever understood i don't think that that was wrong you know in her mind that's just how that was just how you educate a child right through yeah
0: <clears throat> because she was never beating him out of anger right it was it was out of love
1: yeah yeah and,
0: and to teach you a lesson. And. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I got swatted a few times as a kid, for sure. I remember one time my brother and I did something, something stupid. Um, and and <laughs> we were so terrified of, of getting the swat that my, my dad and mom were getting ready to go out. And they're like, my I don't even remember what we did, but my dad made us go and, and like bend over the couch and like prepare for like swats. Um, and they continued to get ready and this and that. We could swore we were gonna get whacked by that belt. Um and 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 so we sat there and cried and cried and cried. We were I don't know how old, little, but um, and of course they come out and 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 that was all the punishment we had was just the the the, the, the anticipation
1: error. <laughs> That's worse, <laughs> I think, isn't it? <laughs> the, the psychological tr- the psychological torture of just the anticipation.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think that my parents knew that and they came out and they're just like, okay, we'll see you guys later. We're going to the movies now. You behave. Oh, well, of course yeah. we're going to behave. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, and, you know, there are people that, you know, we got spanked when we were kids and there are people now that would be like, oh, my God, that was abusive, you know, and that's abusive mm. and that kind of thing. And I don't think so. I don't mm. think that we were, um, by any way, shape, or, or you know, anything. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, but I certainly got whacked on my, my my parents' things were. They were always sneaky stuff, right? If we were in public or something, my mom would get just the smallest little piece of skin like right underneath of our arm when we were walking or something or, or, you know, right at the back of your hair. Um, and that way knowing could see and you're like, yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. I'm good. Um- <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah. god i
0: love my parents they're just so funny um
1: <laughs> but, but that's it that's this is the whole thing isn't it it's it's being able to reflect back and look at things and understand that your parents did the best they could with the tools they the tools and the information that they had at the time maybe oh, now yeah. however many they years later they do, do things now. differently yeah. do you know what i mean maybe yeah, now absolutely. they do things differently but <laughs> and and so it's not it's not about blame. blame people people do what they genuinely i think I believe most people, most people do what they genuinely think is the best thing to do at the time. Yes. You people lose, you lose your shit as well at times. And then you just, you just don't know what, what the hell you're doing. And I've done that too, right? Yeah. You know,
0: I mean, I've done that. I I did that a lot as a kid. Um, Mm. I can think of times when I was riding my horse. Uh, more riding hasty out in, out in the pasture and he wasn't, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was practicing for a barrel race or whatever and, and he wasn't doing what the way I thought he should do and I had had a bad day or something. And I remember a few times that I probably acted inappropriately towards that horse, um, mm. you know, because of his size and because I, you know, he, you know, he was big. Um, mm. and, and so there were probably times that I, I, took aggression out on him when I shouldn't have, right. I sure. was a kid. I didn't know any better. Um, but did I know any better? I don't know. Right. Obviously yeah. I didn't. Um, mm. because otherwise why would I, you know, cause I loved, I, I you know, I loved my hastity. Um, yeah. so it's interesting, you know, the way that that kind of stuff works out and plays out in our lives.
1: And then there's the other side to that of when you're blaming yourself, right? You're blaming yourself for something and you're carrying around that blame and and almost self-sabotaging because you're blaming yourself for something that you did um, as maybe as a child or whenever it was. And and you're constantly continuously punishing yourself the older you get and, and carrying that around with you and all of the implications that that has as well blaming yourself. I mean, I did that for, for a number of years, uh, around something that happened with, with an old friend of mine. And I did it for years, carried that blame around. And then I got to a point where I was like, okay, I can either carry, carry on carrying this around with me, or I can make peace with it myself with her and I ended up just writing her a letter. And it wasn't about, and I, I was very clear. I was like, this is, I'm not asking for your forgiveness. I'm just letting you know that, I I I'm sorry and I really hope that life is good for you. I hope that you're in a good place. You know, I really do genuinely wish you the best. I'm not asking for a reply. I didn't even put a reply a return address or anything like that and um sent her the letter and then let it go. And I'd been carrying that around probably for about 10 years by that point, maybe a little bit less. Um but it was it was good to close that and let it go and not carry on carrying that around with me because As you as you know, you see clients that are blaming themselves for things and and all sorts of implications, alcoholism, drug addiction, you know, you're blaming yourself. So self-harm, exactly. Um, and that's that's really unhealthy. It's it's what what was oh, the insight has just completely left my left my head, the insight that we would use for that.
0: Um well, you know, it's it's just gone blank. When we, when we carry, well, that's the prison of guilt, right? I mean, essentially, um, and, and I'm not, I am not, I used to be really good at the guilt thing because Mm. I always felt guilty for everything. Mm. I was the guy at work that, um, if, if something went wrong, even if I didn't do it, I was, I, I looked guilty. Mm. I, I just, I would, the the guilt would be mine and I would own it completely. Um, Mm. and, and that is, that's a tough thing, right? Because that's a behavior pattern. It's, it's a way to keep yourself from, um, actually demonstrating who you truly are. Mm. Right. Um, because when you do that, you're keeping yourself down. Right. Mm. And, and you're not, you, you know, it's, um, yeah, boy, I used to be really good at that one. And I'm. I don't, yeah. i do not do guilt anymore. Yeah. Not anymore because and, it's just not worth it. Um, there's nothing I'm guilty of.
1: Yeah. Right. And and the whole point of the insight, the prison of guilt, is you put yourself in a prison. But rather than give yourself a sort of sentence to say, okay, we're done, we're rehabilitated, we know we're not going to do that again. Right. Most people end up giving themselves a life sentence for yes. something that just isn't just isn't you know isn't worth the life sentence that it's been it's been given. So. Really, it's about putting, making peace with these things, making peace with yourself, making peace with the other person, whether you write a letter and don't send it to them, or you do, you write the letter and send it to them, or whatever it is you do, you write the letter and then you burn it, or you kind of have a conversation with them, whether they're in front of you or not, it doesn't matter, you get out what you need to say. And it's very much about forgiving yourself. We've talked about forgiveness right. before and how important forgiveness is and, and forgiving. And I think blame, you know, blame and guilt, they all tie into this together, right? It's forgiving yourself, forgiving the other person. Cause at the end of the day, the only person that that blame is going to hurt is, is you, you. yeah, right? You're essentially poisoning well, yourself. Like You're carrying around your own, your own kind of venom,
0: yeah, and yet yeah, you're drinking that poison over and over and over and mm-hmm. over again, and wondering why every day is just as miserable as the day before. Yeah, and why can't I get out of this? And why can't I get out of this? Well, because you, you refuse to change your shoes,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean,
0: let's let's that's it, that's, that's, that's an easy way to put it, right? I mean, change your underwear, folks. Um, right, you know, right. you don't, you don't want to walk around stinking. Put on yeah. something
1: fresh yeah and i mean if you see that there's there's kind of re- patterns repeating in your life and again i've, I've seen this a number of times where <laughs> the universe will go hey you still need to learn that lesson and you're like oh fuck again <laughs> Do yeah. you know what i mean uh, no no there's still something that you haven't quite learned here and let's just put you through a similar situation again and let's just go through it again just to make sure you really got the message and let's just go through it again just to make sure you really know where you're at with this oh
0: boy yeah there and, again- and
1: it's so easy to to blame the other person and again i've been i've been guilty of this of of blaming somebody else and carrying my anger around with me and like fucking asshole and what a shitty person and even though that person is a shitty person <laughs> it's still a repeat situation of mine where mm-hmm. i found myself in a similar situation where you know but that's Without, but yeah, it took kind of lacking... to
0: Call you on it for you to start to recognize when you needed to take responsibility, or at least it did for me. Um, I, it took it took really loving, compassionate boundaries from mm. my friend Karen, who finally I remember the day that I finally got this lesson about blame and guilt and and and, and victimhood um, mm. because my friend Karen and Leanne. We're sitting there, and of course, everything was going wrong in my life, Um, and I just wanted some understanding and support, and you know, and they're both like, oh, poor thing, oh, look at poor Anthony's, someone's ruining Anthony's life again, oh, look at that, everything just happens to Anthony, and I was just getting more and more upset, I was in tears, I was frustrated, and they're just like, oh, poor little thing, and I was like, you fucking bitches, Um, but it was exactly, that was the day that things changed for me, Mm. right? Um, because that's what I needed. And they were so, they were so, um, what's that term? Um, cruel to be kind um yeah
1: yeah 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 and the the other thing is when you're carrying that sort of thing around with you you become a drag to hang out with right because you're constantly bitching and moaning and complaining about and i again i'm using myself as a reference here when i was going through a particular thing with around a particular person and even though like i say he he is a shitty person every time i met up with my friends that knew of this person i'd be like fucking asshole and this that and the other and that's just not cool it's not cool to just constantly be be bombarding people with your anger and your you know your issues right it's it just it it pushes people away from you. And I know I've, I've had people like that in my life as well, where they're constantly just blaming everything and everyone around them for everything that happens in their life. And you're like, fuck, this is just really not ha- – it's just not not entertaining to listen to. There is no other content other than right. you blaming everyone and everything for everything that's happening in your life. Rather than stepping back and and looking for a way to take some sort of control and some sort of responsibility – like I say, it's not your fault what happened to you. It, but as you get older, it's definitely your responsibility to start looking for ways to make the changes. And determine, do you want to be happy or not? Mm-hmm. Right? Because
0: it, it it really is nobody's choice but your own.
1: Yeah. You can look everywhere and find someone or something to blame for something. You really can. Yeah, You really can. And I remember at one point in my life, I was very much like, the world is a shitty place full of shitty people. This is a horrible, you know, it's horrible. And it's it's not a good headspace to be in. It's not no, a good headspace to not, be in.
0: Because it takes you further and further down that deep, dark, dreary hole. And then eventually is what it seems like is that there's just no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, um, And you just get angrier and angrier and and more. In it. Yeah, I remember going down those spirals multiple times in my life mm-hmm. um, and just being pissed off and angry at the world because nothing ever works out in my favor and I'm doing everything mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be doing. And what the fuck? Why can't the universe ever give me anything? Look at how it gives everything to everybody else and they're not even fucking trying. Motherfucking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah been there done that bullshit before and you yeah. know but that's the reason why i do what i do now because mm. i know that the, all of that stuff is not the truth
1: <laughs> yeah yeah sure yeah and the same the same thing as you i think i've always had i've always had um a sense of a sense of positive outlook and optimism. Um, But sometimes it's been more buried with shit than others.
0: Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Sometimes um, it's hard to push it up. Yeah. So
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you just need to clear the deck and just be like, okay, I, I, and again, it goes back to you get more of what you focus on, right? If I'm focusing on all the crappy stuff there is in the world and all the crappy people, I'm going to see that more. I'm going to get more angry about it. I'm going to start blaming everyone. And then life becomes a lot heavier and, and harder to deal with. And I'm not saying to close your eyes to the, to the, the bad stuff that goes on around you. Absolutely not that use that as a motivator to help you make changes and and find solutions to things that are going on around you. But you can't solve the, you know, one person can't solve the problems of the world, right? It takes multiple, it's going to take many people to solve the problems of the world. And you can only... You know, you can only—you're only one grain on this this com, this beach of of beings, right? You're only one grain of sand, and if you can make an impact on a few grains of sand around you, and they can make an impact on a few grains of sand around them, then you're starting to make an impact, right? But yeah. if we start out by thinking I have to solve the whole all the problems of the world, you're never going anywhere.
0: Correct, because we're not here to solve the problems of the world. We're here to experience the creation of the world that's all i believe we're just here to experience mm. that's which which has that which we have created right <clears throat> we're yeah. just here for the ride we're just here to have a good time
1: and just try to leave people in a better state than when you found them
0: that's right yep absolutely
1: and have that have that knock on effect so going back to our our topic for today blame and guilt if you feel that you've been carrying around blame or, or guilt, it's time to take that backpack off because it's not serving you any purpose. And it's, it's certainly not going to serve anyone else any purpose. And you're probably just a drag to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I'm trying to remember what's that old term. Get off the, get off the wood. Someone needs the get off the cross. Someone needs the wood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I've never like heard that, that one before. I, I, I don't remember where that's from, but it's a, get off the cross. Someone needs the wood. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah and and that's you know that's again a lot of the work that we can do here is to help the crew member that's doing that that's that's carrying that stuff around to let it go to make peace to let go move on and move forward in a happier and healthy way because it's going to be better for you and everyone
0: and it's always yeah it's it's so much more enjoyable to go through life with a little Mm. bit of 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 understanding of of you Know why we do what we do. I mean, it's made it more enjoyable for me. I know,
1: um, yeah, and and there is it really is nothing more powerful than forgiveness, right? If you can come to a place of true forgiveness, true forgiveness and compassion for yourself mm-hmm. at the time, um, for the other person at the time, you don't have to be friends with people, right? Nope. You don't have and to don't have people to in people your people life
0: that you've forgiven them. Yeah. You don't need to do any of that kind of stuff because forgiveness, and it's like we've always taught this in in everything I've done forgiveness isn't for the other person. It's never for the other person. Yeah. This is always for the person who is forgiving. um, Yeah. Because it frees you of the wrongs that other people have committed. Um, Yeah. And and that's what's important because the other person they're they're left to their own devices. And you Mm. never know or you know, it's not, it's not your place to wonder if they have forgiven you or not, or if mm-hmm. I- I- any of that, because you're only responsible for you.
1: Right. Right. And forgiveness is only, is, is an empowerment tool really, right. because it empowers you, right? It empowers you to feel stronger, to feel more, more in control, mm-hmm. that you're not being controlled by, by somebody else's mess that they've left on your, on your doorstep.
0: Correct. Yep. Sweep it away
1: yeah and on that
0: note thank you on that note yes thank you for another wonderful conversation
1: short but sweet
0: um short but sweet and um we'll be back in a
1: week's time with another fabulous episode of hypnotic healers
0: that's right (laughs) until then go out enjoy your life celebrate all of your wins, recognize where you can make improvement and be joyful in doing so.
1: Indeed. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Hypnotic Healers podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review and follow us on Facebook. You can also join our mailing list at
1: hypnotichealers.com.